All right, hello everyone out there in Heart and Hustle land. I am Paulette Riestini. This is Heart and Hustle, Hustle, Hustle. <laughs> Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. As always, I love to bring to you amazing people who are doing incredible work in the world, who are bringing their gifts to the world, who are making change in the world, who are inspiring the world, who are healing the world. Uh, whether they be small steps or big steps or through humans or animals or plants or whatever, um, it's always so profound and such an honor for me to connect with these people and to share them because I am your tribal hostess. I love to network, I love to share, I love for you to meet the people that I meet in my world who totally inspire me, who kind of blow me out of the water, who are doing great things. And um, that is what Heart and Hustle is all about. Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. And hoping to inspire you to take bigger steps, leap up bigger into your life, follow your dreams, follow your passions, um, quit settling for less than, and you know what I'm talking about when I say that, don't you? So today I have the honor of bringing you this beautiful woman who does amazing work, who has done amazing work with me, on me, whatever, however you want to call that, and her name is Shantara Grace. Hey, Shantara. Hi, Paulette. So happy to be here today. I'm so delighted to have you here. And um, it's going to be a great conversation. I just know it. Yeah. Um, so I've met Shantara through a Portland group of entrepreneurial women who uh, do just that. And I had the honor of actually having her work on me, with me, with the angels. And part of Shantara's gifts are... Um, giving voice to the angels. Is that what you would say, Shantara? Yes. Voice and presence. I really bring the angels through in everything I do. Yeah. Yeah. And as guides and healers and um, inspiration, motivation, um, clarification, right? Yeah. yeah. And not only does she do that, and, and she would tell you more about this too, but this is what I know. She uh, also uses sound as healing. And I love that. As a musician myself and uh, loving music, music is so healing on so many levels in so many ways. And uh, my husband, Jeff, some of you know, um, plays didgeridoo, and that has always been a great source of that incredible deep vibrational healing that didgeridoo hum uh, to feel the vibration in your body and Shantara you do a, a different method of sound healing you've been doing for years and years and years right for about 25 years yeah, um, yeah <laughs> I've been using singing bowls and my voice um, for sound healing in private sessions and in groups, which I call concerts. And the angels are uh, a pivotal um, part of this. They are the ones that actually do all the healing 
while the sound is going on. The sound is very beautiful. It really does vibrate with us since we are all made of vibration and the sound is a strong and beautiful vibration. We naturally entrain to it and become it in a sense. So when the singing bowls are happening, they're very vibratory and people just naturally let go and relax and get into a beautiful trance-like state. And then the angels come in and they work on everybody. And really deep and beautiful healing happens with no pain, with no time really. Um, it's amazing, no effort. It's the opposite of no pain, no gain. This is no pain, all gain. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's how they work, and they're very, very compassionate, but very pointed way. Well, I think that's so important too, just, just that whole idea of no pain, no gain, or no pain, all gain, is that if we allow ourselves to open up to receive on so many levels, right? Mm -hmm. To allow that ease, that alignment, that trust and belief, mm -hmm. right? To, to it, it, it is easy. There is a flow when you get into that space, when you get into that alignment and you allow yourself to be there, to receive it. Absolutely. That's what our culture and is just craving. And what you're describing is also the feminine principle. Mm -hmm. And the feminine principle has been repressed and um, just beaten down as much as possible in every corner of life mm -hmm. that we have in our culture. And it's the feminine principle that needs to be embraced and that feminine principle includes allowing accepting and receiving mm -hmm. and as we yes <laughs> yes and as we become more whole beings at in this way of allowing accepting and receiving our tremendous anxiety problems with mental health, physical health, addiction to prescription drugs, God. and all kinds of other substances and addictions really melt away because those things aren't the, the source of the problem, they're symptoms. But the source of the problem is that we are whole, beautiful beings we're not doings we're not here to just do 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 think 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 right. think and we're in a culture that decided that if you if it doesn't make sense and if you can't explain it it's not real and so we're living in a very narrow view of what's real that's just like up here and actually it's shutting off most of reality and that's why we're so afflicted and um there's a tremendous anxiety under you know living underneath kind of everything all of our actions and thoughts and yeah 
And that anxiety really stems from the cutting off of almost all life force. If you're just living in your head, and if you think that if you can't explain it or if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't exist, you're denying most of life. And when the sound healing is so beautiful because the sound healing immediately makes you feel something. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, it's instant. And, and in fact, in inside, it's so core oriented, right? Absolutely. It kind of um, soothes and wakes up everything at the same time. Um, and it's not just for people who believe it. In fact, some of my favorite clients are the ones that come to concerts dragged by somebody else and say, I don't believe in any of this stuff. I think it's all a pile of crap and I'm going to sit by the door because I'm probably going to leave. My knee hurts and my back hurts and I can't sit through all this. And then and I'll just say, not out loud, make my day. You know? <laughs> not out loud. I love it. Go right ahead, sit by the door, make yourself as comfortable as you can. You may want to lie down after a few minutes. Oh, no, no, I can't lie down. I hurt too much. That person is always the person who comes up to me later and says, oh, my, I've never felt like this before. Oh. And my knee doesn't hurt. And I'm supposed to have surgery in two weeks. And now I don't know what to do. That person is someone who is actually open. It's just the mind was closed, but the whole being is crying out. Craving, right. And the whole being responded immediately. And that's what happens with sound healing. It's very beautiful. And of course, the angels make they play the biggest part in what I do <laughs> with that um, because people go into a trance state very soon after the beginning, you know, right in the first five or 10 minutes. And then the angels really do all of that very deep healing work on whatever level needs to be done. And that's another way the angels work is they know what the person needs, even if, the person doesn't know. Right. And so they always address the real needs. Mm. Yeah. So how did you get into doing this work? <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question, I'm sure. I know, not intentionally, of course. <laughs> um, I got into this way of life, this way of being, really as a young child. I was born into a situation where I didn't receive anything I needed beyond calories and clothing. And so I'm one of those rare children who never stepped away from the angels, never stepped away from God and, you know, the divine, because there was no other lifeline for me. So, you know, it sounds like a tragic story now because I'm way past grown up. And now 
everything that happened is of great benefit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but for a long, long time, I was in severe pain. Yeah. And um, there comes a time in a, most children's life in this culture where, you know, they are encouraged to believe what can be seen. Mm -hmm. What you see is what you get. You know, if you can describe it, then it's real. And they turn away from this kind of connection. And I didn't turn away, not because I'm so fantastic, but because there wasn't anywhere else to turn. So I have always been an artist. I call myself a lifelong artist. And I'm honest about that since I, was, since I could hold a pencil. I've been an artist and that was my refuge because when I was doing art, I calmed down. I always had a mastery of materials and the angels just came through and they are um, more embracing and nurturing than any other force. <laughs> you know, they're so nurturing that I would immediately stop crying, you know, they would show up and the amount of love is just incredible. Um, so that's how this began. And because I am really a born healer, because I'm tuned into pain, um, I would just, you know, casually do healing with everybody around. And it was extremely frustrating to me because I could not heal my family. There was no way. And um, so they were like the mighty teachers in all of this because try and try and try and try and try all these different ways, all these different approaches, all these different ways to be and say things and do and everything and nothing ever worked. But I did explore every which way of speaking and being and you know it was like a great education not a great childhood i missed childhood completely but it was a great education a teaching within a teaching right yeah and um then i was just an artist for a long time my first uh medium was jewelry and i was a designer and a fabricator with gold and silver and stones and made jewelry for a while and then um, went to college to try and be socialized because I was so out of it, you know, out of the world. And um, I tried the art department and they started teaching me what art is and what art isn't and lost me right there. And so I ended up getting a degree in cultural anthropology where I studied how people live all around the world. Intriguing. Yeah, to get out of the narrow mindset of it has to be done this way and this is reality and this is what is. There are millions of ways to see the world and life and approach everything from food to childcare to how they handle death and everything. And I thought that was fascinating. So that's what I, what I studied. And um, I had a career in epidemiology, um, being a research consultant. 
What is epidemiology? It sounds like skin. No, that's the epidermis. Epidemiology is the study of health and disease in populations. Okay. All right. Sure. Like why everybody's getting sick from this or that or where the core of alcoholism comes from or whatever. Um, did you, um, kind of off subject, but not really, did you ever read any of Barbara Kingsolver? Everything. Yeah, of course. So it reminds me of kind of that, those first, those three, um, oh, the bean trees. Remember those three that were kind of together? Yeah. The bean trees was one of them, but it was such a great, um, lesson for me in reading those books where she embraced the differences in society yeah. and how there was a crazy woman in in the tribe who made who did made bottle trees or something i can't even quite remember now but how everybody embraced her instead of shunned her and it was just those little things in some of those books was like wow the world is just full of all these different people and all these different ways of being and all these different ways of acceptance. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we really do a disservice to everyone by defining everything. And that also comes from that, you know, the age of reason and the mind and we're in the information age and we have to know everything, but we live in a great mystery. You know, you can relax because you'll never know everything. And God, Thank God. There's so much, there's so much to learn and expand into and to grow. And, and that's what life is, why life is so exciting. That's right. Expansion, man. Woo. Never stop. Never stop. So is that one of your paintings behind you? Yes. It is so beautiful. Yes. Thank you. And it goes up farther. I don't know how much you can see, but. Ah, oh yeah. It goes up farther. Well, right um, now it's totally giving you this beautiful halo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So you're still painting? Yes. You're not doing jewelry anymore? No. Okay. No, I'm, I'm still painting. I went through, a, I went through being a potter um, and I was always painting the whole way also. And, um, now I just paint with the angels and they just bring through paintings that are states of being. So they're really, each painting is a portal into a state of being and all of them have the same quality of being very soothing and vibrant at the same time. So they're calm and exciting at the same time. And um, so I have three things that I'm offering right now. One is sound healing, which we discussed a little bit. One are the paintings and the readings. Mm -hmm. And all of them bring through the angels in different mediums, basically. And the readings give answers to questions people have, specific questions about their life or their bodies or relationships or anything going on in life mm -hmm. and also there's a teaching aspect of it too because I always teach as I'm doing everything and the teaching aspect has to do with empowering people 
to feel the answers themselves. Right. To show by example that they actually have the answer inside. And so when people come for repeated readings, they or even the sound healing, they start learning because they start feeling, oh, this is this is how it feels when that Oops, we froze a little bit. One. Whoop. Can you repeat that? Because you froze. I'll cut that part out. Um, they start feeling themselves the answers to the questions. And so I do exercises in the reading so that people can feel the answer themselves. And I already have been given the answer, so I can also guide them along the way. But most people feel the answer that that the angels have given me. Mm -hmm. And that's just a great exercise to just feel what that feels like. And it's very much like riding a bicycle where, you know, someone can explain how the bicycle works. You can take a whole class in the engineering of the bicycle and study why you can remain upright with only two wheels and everything. But none of it makes any difference actually. You just have to get on the bicycle and start riding. Right. And so I teach everything through direct experience. And once you learn these things, it is also just like the bicycle. You don't forget them. It's all good. It's all tools. We, we can always use more tools and some click in more than others. And some you toss away and some you'll stick with forever. That's so good. Do you have any of your bowls right in front of you? Yeah. Can you show one? Yes. This is the first bowl that I ever got. Can you see this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that copper? No, these bowls are made with many different metals, at least seven. Oh, okay. And they all vibrate at different rates at the same time. Mm -hmm. So there are all kinds of different tones going on. I don't know how much you can hear through, you know, Zoom, <laughs> but there are all kinds of different tones going on at the same time. And these bowls are so brilliant because you cannot figure them out. <laughs> so, you know, it's another one of those make my day because you cannot track. People say after a sound healing, they said, well, how could you be in the northwest corner of the room and the southwest corner of the room at the same time? <laughs> Just give it up. You know, can't do it. It just is, yeah. Cool. That's so great. So tell me, what, what has been uh, in developing this as your business? I mean, you've been doing the sound healing for a long time and the angel reading for how long? The angel readings, um, I've been doing them as part of the sound healing, the private sound healings, calling them intuitive counseling. But finally, I came out and I said, all right. 
<laughs> all this time it's been the angels. <laughs> no. And I finally felt you know, safe enough to actually come out as what this actually is. And so the readings I've been doing only with the angels um, for a short amount of time. And um, once I came out and once I um, started being honest about how I actually work, everything I, I do became stronger because I'm being honest with everybody. So what was it? Was, what was the fear that you were afraid of? What were you afraid of? Um, well, in this life, I've had a lot of persecution starting when I was born mm -hmm. and, you know, rejected basically being the throwaway baby, the throwaway kid. And I was always very different. And um, I just operated differently. And so, um, and I was very psychic. And I remember the first time I, I told my mother something psychic, that was also the last time. Because I learned that that was not something to do. And uh, it didn't shut down that aspect of myself. It just shut me up. Right. Which, and, and I think that, I mean, we all have that some sort of empathic qualities, and especially as children, and we do get shut down. Yeah. Right? So you didn't get shut down. You just shut up. <laughs> I shut up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So all kinds of things happened, and especially when people asked me. I remember this one woman was pregnant. She was very pregnant, like nine months and two weeks or something. And she's like, when is this baby going to come out? And who is it? And immediately I saw exactly the day and time. I saw who this baby is, who he's going to grow up to be, what color hair he has, everything. But I didn't dare say a word. But I just noted because I knew her for a while. And I thought, all right. It was that day and that time. It was that hair color and those inclinations and that boy. And um, all those things have happened my whole life. And it was also very frustrating for me because I, um, I just didn't know how to be safe enough to, to use this. And these are my greatest contributions and also the greatest way for me to make a living. I've done a million different way, things, jobs and stuff, but this job feeds me and makes me feel completely happy and never tires me out. It's just, it's good for me. All the other jobs I was very good at, but they were bad for me. I think that is so profound and it's so important. People, did you hear that? <laughs> That's a great statement. And because how can you do work if it's not good for you? How can you do work if you don't feel good doing it? If you don't feel like you've reached your, your purpose and you're living through your soul and your heart and doing, bringing good, bringing what you feel is, is necessary or important or what you're led to do, right? 
what life is too short to not be doing those things. And, and yeah. that's what I work with my clients all the time is like, what is your, what's your deepest desire? What is your heart aching for? What are you craving to have more of in your life or to do with your life? And it's so beautiful that you have found it or, or maintained it and have built it into be your, you've designed your life. You have created the life you want to have by using the power and the skills that you possess. Yeah. And you own. And then you stood up to, and you came out of the closet and, and I get that. I totally get that. And I do understand where that fear can come from. Uh, you know, not, not saying some of those things that we feel it can be anything in your case. It was, communing with the angels and, and, and being able to pass on that type of healing. Yeah. All time now, times have changed. Mm -hmm. Right. And most everybody accepts angels right now, but that really wasn't true 40 years ago. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm just being myself. That's my job. But it really couldn't happen way back then. So, um, and this is Portland right here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, you know, people know right now there's, it's a really, it's a time of turmoil and it's a time of um, polarization. And a lot of people are in pain and they know it. So, you know, and often medical solutions uh, don't work. Sometimes they really do. But a lot of people are looking for something. Um, so that, that's a good time, too. Yeah, they're looking for something outside of the norm, whatever that norm is, wow. right, that, that society has taught us to believe in. And mm -hmm. forget that. Yeah, really. Just forget it. <laughs> Dang, do, do what your heart says, do what feels right to you. Listen to yourself, yes. you know, listen to your inner being and to your heart and, and to people who are here to help us like you. Yeah. Who, who have tools and methods or like me as a coach. I mean, there's all kinds of different tools out there for all of us to reach into. And, you know, it's just, it's so important. And you're right. I mean, in this time of turmoil and this, feminine oppression and I just I just see the the compassion and I see the anger and I see people tired and they are gonna they're stepping up more and more into their power into their beauty into their in their uh, their purpose and how beautiful is that you know sometimes you got to get struck down to stand back up again yeah and that's why part of my purpose is to really have people feel that inner connection themselves and also to promote the feminine aspect that is just, you know, has been degraded terribly and also just made invisible, not seen, not heard. And um, listening to yourself, listening receiving, allowing, accepting, all those things. Right there. <laughs> so true. And it's so hard. I see it every day. It's so hard 
for people to receive and to allow and to ask. You ask, even I sometimes have a hard time asking for assistance or for help. And, and I, I was shown that a lot with this back injury that I've just gone through. It's like, you need to ask for help. Yeah. And it's okay. And people want to help. Yeah. They want to support each other. It's a freaking community. <laughs> we are here in a big circle and it takes all of us. I say this to my dancers all the time. There's leaders and there's followers. It takes all of us. Whether you're the crazy, crazy woman out there making bottle trees, <laughs> you know, or you're the doctor or you're the psychic or you're the whatever. It takes all of us. Yeah. And that, that's beautiful. Yes. That's like living with, with acceptance and non-judgment and yes. unconditional love all the way around. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> It takes connection to the divine at the same time, because all of us also means to me, all of everything, all of life. Yes. And whether you God or your divine source or whatever, it is connection because that's how we're here. We're all part of this bigger picture. We can't forget that. So the angels don't work exclusively. They work with everyone. So when you ask for help with, from your community, you can also, if you want, ask for help from the angels because they're there wanting to help and they cannot help unless you ask. There you go. Bam. <laughs> that's it. You got to ask. I love that. I think that's so, that's probably like the, the major statement in this whole thing is you have to ask. Mm -hmm. And that's incredible and powerful and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. Woo. Yeah. All right, darling. <laughs> I know we could go on for a while, <laughs> but I would love to know how all of you out there in heart and hustle land, how is this resonating with you? Where are you feeling this conversation in your body? Or are you feeling this conversation in your body? What is it you desire? What is it you would like to ask for? And know there are people like Shantara out there to, to guide you, to facilitate, to teach, um, to assist. Know that that's fantastic. And it's beautiful and it's good and it's okay um, to be in that place. And I would love you to share in the comments um, or, you know, connect with me. And I will also post all of Shantara's connections. Um, and you have, you have plenty of things to offer on your website. Yes. Your, your, your different modes of teaching the angels and the sound and the painting. And um, I invite you to connect with her. She's amazing, as you can tell. So strong and beautiful and doing incredible work in the world. I really thank you, Shantara, for being here. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I loved it. So good. It's so good. Oh, I'm just like all tingly with such great stuff. Um, and thank you all again for being here with us, Heart and Hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. I am your transformational lifestyle coach, Paulette Reese Denis. And you can reach me at www.paulettereesedennis.com. And check all the links below.
So you can also connect with Shantara and you can also go back and see all the past issues. This is somewhere in our 39th, 40, 41st episode that I've done of this incredible series, which I'm just delighted to be able to keep doing this and bringing you these amazing people. So until we meet again, blessings and thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And on we go. Have a fabulous week. <laughs>